On the phone this morning, we have uh, Florian Fried. Uh, our the friend, his friends call him uh, Flo Fried. And good morning, Flo. How are you this morning? Good morning. I am great. It's great to be with you this morning. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Flo. Uh, Flo, uh, uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your position uh, at Fisher Industries in Dickinson, North Dakota? I know that you've been there uh, for uh, uh, four or maybe four and a half decades. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about your position uh, and a little bit about Fisher Industries? Certainly. Uh, Fisher Industries is... Uh, primarily a sand gravel construction company that's uh, headquartered here in Dickinson, North Dakota. Uh, we have offices and uh, operations going in nine other states west of the wow. Mississippi. Wonderful. And uh, our owner actually lives in Tempe, Arizona, but the corporate office is still here in Dickinson where it was originally started, where the company was originally started. Uh, we have about uh, 1,400 employees. Wow. Uh, we're in our third generation of privately owned company, which is kind of exciting. Uh, the third generation just uh, is coming into the workforce right now. Uh, Tommy's two sons, Grant and Ryan, have just uh-huh. joined the company last year. So Wonderful. it's a uh, exciting time for us. Yes, indeed. It, it surely is. And we're visiting with uh, Flo Freed from Fisher Industries in Dickinson, North Dakota. And uh, Flo is uh, is a leader. He's known in the community and surrounding areas as a business leader, and he's also a community leader. I know, Flo, that you uh, give a lot of your time and talent, uh, not only to St. Joseph's Parish in Dickinson, but to the Catholic schools in which you have been a, a, uh, a board member in the past. And uh, so thank you for your service to your church and community but let's just get right into the topic here uh we're at a, a again a faith and business conference in sioux falls flow and uh we will learn from our guest speakers here about uh, incorporating faith in the business and uh, i know that with you of a man of great faith uh can speak to this would you uh, uh talk to us a little bit of, or discuss uh, bringing faith into your business and how uh, you ha- you handle that. Sure. Uh, of course, as you well know, people want to uh, have a friendly and a welcoming environment. And uh, that isn't just at home or in the community. It's also at work. And, and one way to do that is through your faith by living it out. You know, when we, uh, we attend Mass on Sunday, uh, at the end of Mass, we receive a final blessing, and then we're sent out. We're told to go out. And it's not go out and go home and have fun necessarily, which is fine, but you're going out to continue spreading the gospel. That means that work as well. And uh, my experience has shown me over the years that uh, keeping faith at the workplace and expressing it and sharing it uh, it's been very helpful and conduces a family atmosphere that we really encourage here. Yes. And uh, it's been very, very helpful for our organization growing over the years. Oh, praise be to God. Praise be to God, Flo. And uh, Father John uh, Rutten uh, was our guest here a few minutes ago. And uh, I asked him, you know, are there some simple steps you can take 
for a business leader uh, to bring faith into the business. And he says, you know, you don't have to have a crucifix handing, uh, hanging in your cubicle. Um, you start with prayer uh, in the morning, and you ask the Holy Spirit to work through you. And then uh, uh, he says, there's amazing things that happen when you bring uh, just that persona, that attitude uh, into the workforce. And so I know that you have a very strong prayer life. So can you share with us how that works for you? Absolutely. Uh, obviously, every morning, you know, that's a, uh, part of my prayer uh, in the morning is God's grace and guidance for the course of the day because we never know whose life we're going to touch. Yes. In a positive way, or who we touch in a negative way, depending on how we react or respond. So that is a very important part of it. Uh, one of the things that we started here years ago is uh, we would have company events. We didn't necessarily have a, any kind of prayer when we opened, whether we don't call for gathering. We uh -huh. now do that. We now do that. It's a very generic type prayer, but it's just giving thanks to God for all the grace and the good things He does for us. So we started doing those things, and slowly but surely, we're seeing more and more of that happening within the organization. Uh, you know, we're fortunate to live in a community where we have four Catholic churches, very strong, vibrant parishes, and great priests that lead them, uh, and a great Catholic school system. So we're fortunate here that we can uh, be pretty open about it. Other areas that we work at, it's a little different. The fault is a little different, but they sure recognize the presence, and... Uh, it's growing within our organization just because of what started here in Dickinson. Oh, God bless you, Flo. You know, the, it, it's, uh, it, you know, just the f bringing that, taking the time to pray every morning. And then Father Rutten also mentioned at the evening the, to examine what happened during the day and what was God and what wasn't of God. It, it, uh, it, it uh, really did bring home to me you know, something really simple that can have a, a large effect. And folks, we're visiting with uh, Flo Freed from Fisher Industries in Dickinson, North Dakota. Flo is a business leader, uh, well-known business leader in the community, well-known uh, churchman, and uh, uh, one of Mott, North Dakota's favorite sons, Flo. <laughs> 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 and I know the folks in Mott. No ah, <laughs> uh, well, no, no, I, uh, not very many. So, uh, can you talk about the idea of doing business charitably while remaining competitive? Now, let me ask that. Let me explain or say that again. Can you talk about or discuss the idea of doing business charitably while remaining competitive? Sure. Uh, you know, we all like to talk and communicate and work with people that are similar, have similar values. And for the most part, we see that in our industry, and I'm sure most do, that uh, people migrate to people that they can work with and get along with and have shared common interests in. So if you have a, a faith base and, and you're fair and you follow the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Beautiful. Things work. They just work. And you find out that you have created a great relationship, not just a sale, because a sale, 
you, you can get a sale, but to get a relationship to re, uh, achieve a long-term relationship with these people takes more than sale. It takes that personal element, and that faith can be part of it. They're just how you treat them. Very good. The golden rule, do unto others as... Golden rule. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. And uh, thank you for sharing that uh, uh, thank you for sharing that flow. Now I'll turn it over to Heather. Do you, uh, well, do you have uh, something there? Yeah, I, I saw. I read somewhere when people say it's just business in response to being charitable in their actions. What what comes to mind for you? Well, first of all, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be just business. And if you really think about what business is, it is retaining, making, and retaining relationships with a customer. That what you provide as a product or service benefits both of you. Mm-hmm. And if you are uh, open to that kind of thinking and logic that it's got to be mutually beneficial, you're going to work charitable, you're going to do things that are right and moral, and your customers will support you with it, and as well as your employees. Because, you know, the other part of the situation is we have employees that watch everything we do from a business standpoint, how we manage it, how we treat customers, because it's customers wrongly they're going to see that and it's going to reflect poorly on them for us too so uh it's very important and you don't have to be just business obviously you have to be profitable but there's a fair and equitable way of doing that yes and flo uh, you are uh, such a great example of what you just described and i'm sure that uh, fisher industries has grown in part due to your good nature, your faith that you bring to the business uh, each and every day. Uh, it's uh, it, it's just about kind of like uh, osmosis uh, flow that uh, what how you uh, work every day, how you uh, the decisions that you make, uh, having your employees in mind every day, and the care that you have for them. It's resulted in a win-win situation for Fisher Industries. You know, Mike, we have a lot of, we got, like I mentioned, 1,400 people working in the company during the peak season. And we have a lot of very good, talented, faithful, uh, spiritual people working here. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, like you mentioned early on, I've been here for 45 years. And uh, if people ask when I'm going to retire, I love what I do and I love the people I work with. Okay. So why would I quit? <laughs> yes, indeed, so. Flo, indeed. So we're very fortunate here. Yeah, well, thank you very much for, for, uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us today, Flo. You did a great job. Uh, I know you're a busy, busy guy, and we really appreciate you taking time out to visit, visit about faith in business at this Faith and Business Conference in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. God bless you're very you, welcome, Mike. Yes. Thank you, Mike. God bless you in the conference. Amen. Thank, Thank you, you, Flo. Have a good day.